welcome back to That's How We See It. My name is Sarah. My name is Cindy. Oh my god. No. Um, apologies for the big long break. Yeah. Uh, to anybody who cared. Um, we've been reading, and we're both very slow readers, so it's taken us a little while to compile all of this, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Craziness. Insanity? Um, basically, we read Tom Bauer's book on Megan. And Harry, don't and forget Harry. Harry. He is in it, I guess. Yeah. Um, there, so, <laughs> you should go read the book. Yes. Um. We're only hitting the highlights, so you need to read it we all. we thought were important to talk about. But, yeah, for the most part, we're going to just tell you what we thought about the book. Um. There's, there's there's a lot. A lot. <laughs> it's 43 chapters long. So it, it there's a lot and, and it's all been fact-checked by accredited sources. Yeah. Um anything that we're saying it's either our opinion or Tom Bowers and he has fact-checked a lot of it. We yeah. waited a while to see if there was going to be a lawsuit or anything against him. Nothing has appeared so we are going to continue Nothing officially i think there was like some rumors well she said she was going to but i mean do you really think she has a chance yeah tom bowers pre i mean he did an expose on charles yeah and and i nothing has come about it he has been sued before but he's he welcomes it he says take me to court then we can get everything out yeah you know? So, I'll let her start off with chapter one. Oh. Okay. Um, Vanity Fair. There was um, a reporter, Keshner, and he, I think I'm saying her na his name right, um, he went to Megan's apartment to interview her. But before he got there, um, he was, you know, who is this girl? What am I talking to her about? Why is she important to put into this, uh, magazine? Um, oh, and by the way, it's Vanity Fair, uh, UK. UK. It's, uh, because she was living in Canada. He, yes. he was, he flew there to see her. Well, um. So he didn't know who Meghan Markles was or Rachel Markles. Um, and, you know, they told him, hey, she's from a cable TV show, but um, she's been dating the Prince Harry. So, you know, go check her out. She wants to be in the magazine. Her PR team just keeps calling. And, and so basically... They said, okay, and... Basically, she said, pretty please put me in your magazine on the cover. Yeah, because I'm dating and, Prince Harry. And she asked a bunch, and they got tired. Yeah. So, he went there, and she answered the door, and she was kind of like how he described... But I'm going to use my own words. Um, the way he described her in the book was a little crazy and flighty um like not jumping around yeah like, like super hyper and, yeah and like 
the way it was described is like she was like, oh my gosh, look at this, oh my, like a child, you know. Like a child with her new toy or whatever. But so she was running from the kitchen to the living room to the kitchen to the living room. And she only had a one bedroom apartment. It was really, really small. So, I mean, it wasn't like she was running down the halls or anything like that. But as soon as she opened the door to him, she's like, Hi, how are you? La, 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 la. And he comes in, and they, of course he has a camera with him because he's supposed to be taking pictures of her. And he has his notebook and all this stuff. And um, she sits him down in the living room, and, and she made him a cake, and she's running here and doing this. And all he sees is pictures Pictures of who, Sarah? Of Megan. I guess the way it was described is there was, like, pictures on coffee tables and stuff like that. Or end tables and stuff of her, like, framed photos. And then there was, like, one wall that had just floor-to-ceiling Megan. Yeah. Just, They're all of Megan. No other people, just, just Megan. Just different frames of Megan. Like, imagine, like, when you walk into the the room and the serial killer put all the pictures of your face all around the room. <laughs> That's what I imagine he walked into, but it's just Megan. Oh, my God. Or, like, when you go into the basement of your stalker and you see all the pictures of you <laughs> on the wall. Like, that's how I, I was picturing. Yeah. It, it l sounds creepy. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the way she was talking. He was describing her saying how she went to this store down the street and it had all of this special uh, vegan food and everything and, and how she just loved broiled chicken and... and Oh, oh, it's grilled chicken. Oh, grilled chicken, She loves sorry. making grilled chicken, but she's a vegetarian, guys. Veg a vegan. No, she's vegan. a vegan. Okay. But, she, but, but chicken's okay because it's grass-fed. Yeah. As long as you eat grass-fed chicken, you can still be a vegan. Yeah, according to Meghan Markle's. Um, okay, so uh, he he did the, all of the interview and stuff like that. And, and, of course, you know, she's living it up. He got pictures of her slowly eating a salad. And also he mentioned that she was dressed, like, almost inappropriately. Yeah. For the interview. Like, she was almost trying to be sexy. And from the way that I, I took this is that she kind of thought this was like a Vogue 23 or uh, 73 questions. You know, uh... when they walk around your house and ask you all the questions and stuff like that. And uh, that's what I'm thinking she thought it was. Or like an MTV Cribs type situation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Um, but it's like, you're literally doing an interview, babe, cover your boobs. Yeah, because he's not interested. Oh my god, that's funny. Well, so, he wrote the, uh, interview up. She, he asked her what she had done. The, um, she said, I did a speech at the UN. I wrote a letter to Hillary Clinton. I... Uh, wrote a letter to uh, uh, Procter and Gamble, um, and they wrote back to me. And um, you know, it took them seven years, but I got them to change it. Um, 
Hillary Clinton, if you didn't know, was an attorney for Procter and Gamble. Um, this was before Bill became president. Yeah, and and so she it took her seven years, but she did it, ladies and gentlemen. She got them to change their product. It was all Meghan Markle's, except for it wasn't. And when he went back to fact check all of the stuff that she's talking about, none of it was real. Yeah, it was all embellished. So, um, she wrote one letter to Procter and Gamble for a school project when she was like 11 and one letter to Hillary Clinton, one letter to Hillary and the letter that she supposedly got back from Hillary was later revealed to be from her father Yeah, who felt bad that she didn't get a letter from Hillary back. Yeah. He, she, for some reason expected this, you know, to her to get a letter back and nobody told well, her that 11 you know you would think well, I know but you like, think that your heroes are are real and and they're gonna I feel like by writing the letter as Hillary he was playing into her narcissism yeah he should have explained to her you know hey she probably just has way too much time yeah. or you know she doesn't have enough time to write you a letter but I'm sure she saw it yeah you encourage know, her something but, but don't like, give feed her the reality into her. that you know, not everybody thinks about you all the time. Yeah, I and I think that's what he had to do because she wanted to be the most important person in the world. And, well, like someone said later on, uh, she wanted to be the queen. She wants to be the queen. But, that so... never happened. So, she, um... She was a little let down um she wanted the article to be about her activism and her um philanthropy and how she wanted everyone to think that she was this great activist and uh, philanthropist and she was just so important that no one could live without her you know and the article was written and it was a big picture of her and it was ended up the title said crazy about Harry because he did he wasn't allowed to ask her about the Royals but he asked her how she was doing in her love life and she said the just, way the way it came off in the book was he got really bored of talking about Megan and how yeah. and she wasn't really offering him anything worth writing about so he kind of was just like fishing for something to write about and yeah. he was like i'm gonna just sneak in bring up the royals and then she kind of just gave him like oh we're just i think she said like we're crazy about each other or something like that yeah or we just love each other like crazy or something and then that's where the title came from yeah and so you know even though he wasn't allowed to write about the queen he could say that and yeah, because she brought it up well, her PR team went nuts. She went nuts. She went off on him. And, and uh, by the way, I forgot to mention, the UN speech that she's supposed to have done at that time was, she did do a speech, but it was like, she wasn't invited by the UN. She, no, it was a free day. It was like, 
where anybody could go up there and and I think her team kind of you know talked her up to get her up on the stage yeah and but it, it wasn't like she was invited she just walked in yeah she they have days like that that you can do that um so we're gonna move on to oh I do have one more thing he was mentioning um about this time he she was obsessed with getting married and and they had to get married they had to get married and so he i'm sure it was really romantic you know made this big gesture of of candlelight and flowers probably music wedding you know all the stuff that you need to yeah. propose and he had done this beautiful thing he took two diamonds from his mom's uh jewelry and made megan a ring had it designed himself he had a special jeweler come in and make it for her and then he proposed to her and then she slapped him in the face with it or well, i think it's a slap in the face basically she redid the whole ring yeah she, not not just sizing she changed it completely the whole band it she changed it completely she and made it oh i'm sorry she made it this big huge ugly ring that she has now and it's like the ring was pretty before well it came from him it came from his heart he yeah. designed it you know how much more can you get right a man designed you a ring yeah an expensive one at that I mean, Harry is like a toddler, so that took a lot of effort for him. <laughs> well, I can imagine the proposal wasn't, like, romantic, romantic, because he doesn't really seem like a romantic type yeah. of guy. I could see him being like, hey, you want to get married? Yeah, really. Um, uh, or, will you pretty please marry me? Here you go. But, yeah, it, it just, that's not cute. Don't do that. Yeah, that's mean. I mean... Especially because at this time she hadn't broken up with her boyfriend. No, you know, she was still... From what what I gather, she was still with... She had been dating Pierce Morgan. And she was dating this other guy in the, uh, the chef. Yeah, so she was dating him. And actually, they had a house together that he lived in. But Megan was supposed to also... It was, like, their house. They, oh, like, lived together. That's so and cringy. And then she, I think she was just sleeping with Piers Morgan. I don't yeah. think that, he thought they were serious, but she wasn't serious. Yeah. Because the second she found Harry, she was just like, yep, that was the one I'm going to lock down. But she kept her two side, side chicks to make sure that she, you know, had a fallback. Oh, in yeah. In case she couldn't lock down Harry. Is That's... what my opinion was. Yeah. Based off of what Tom mentions in the book. Um, or from what we gather about that. Um, okay, so Harry went to the was going to go to the funeral because his grandfather just died. Just you know, it, it was really An tragic time and for everybody. yeah, and everyone was upset. And his grandfather just died, 
and he's like, okay, well, I've got to go to the funeral, so I will go by myself. And uh, he had this Apple TV show that he was going to do, bashing the royals. Yeah, and, really rude. and And he decided to put that off until he got back from the funeral. Isn't that nice? Oh, super respectful. Yeah. But the queen was not disappointed. She she told him that she was glad Megan didn't come. Yeah. Or someone. She told someone that she was glad that he didn't come. Um and um so the next thing we're gonna move on to chapter um uh I believe it's four. No, three. Sorry. <laughs> Um, so, Megan, um, be, she has this thing where, uh, she wants to own everything. And so, uh, uh, about what, um, three days, five days before Archie was born, she... It was two weeks. Oh, two weeks. She had, uh, uh, the domain... Archwell, um, she, she got that, um, whatever it's called. She, she owns it. She got the patent for it. That's what yes. I was thinking. Okay. Oh my God. That was uh, so we both we, we both went brain, uh, had a brain for it. So, um, then two days before Lilibet supposedly was born, um, she got Lilibet, Diana, dot com um, yeah so she um she she um does that sort of thing so that she can own everything about it i think that's her narcissism yeah in full she needs to own those things and well and also that by doing that, it disproved what she said before. Because she later on says, Oh, I didn't know that she was... They try to spin the narrative that the Queen did approve the name yeah. Lilibet. And they said but, she did. But by the, but when they announced the name... Yeah. It was two days before that she had already registered the name. They had no intention on getting permission no. for that name. Because when she, she called the queen, or when he called the queen, he told the queen that was her name. Yeah, it wasn't... Can you know. I? And also, um, I find the, 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 the one of the main things that I have wrong with that is, first off, that was the queen's special name given to her by her father that only her husband and her father used. Because yeah. it was a cute little thing. And the only person... Because I didn't know that that was a nickname that she had. Yeah. Wild, widely known. The only person who could have told Megan about that nickname is Harry. Yeah. So Harry told her that, and this had to have, that had to have been, hey, Megan, the queen's name is Lilibet. That's her nickname. And then she thought, wow, that's a pretty name. Let's name our baby that. I don't think she thought it was a pretty no, name. No, no, no. I think I that's think what she, she told him. Oh, yeah. And But inside, she's like, oh, that's how I can dig at her feelings. Yeah. Let's put another 
notch in the, uh, I want to hate you more. Well, not just that. I think maybe genuinely because this woman thinks that everyone thinks about her all the time. Oh, yeah. I think she thought by naming her daughter that, or whoever she named this kid, uh, the kid that she named, um, by naming her Lilibet, it would make the queen love her. Oh, Like, she yeah. thought, oh, I'm naming her after you, and it's so special. But, you know, you gotta, like, I, I have special nicknames that, you know, special people to me call me, and if somebody else, you know, like, if my one of my brothers tried to name their kid after one of my special nicknames, I would feel deeply hurt by that, because that's my special nickname. Yeah. You took the queen's one of her special things around the time that she lost her husband. Yeah. In a time of mourning, you kicked her while she was down. Yeah, and I, I truly believe that she knew it. I I mean, I totally see her doing something like this on purpose. Yeah. It, it had to, she had to have known that that would hurt. Yes. And you know what? He can't be that dumb. No. He had to have known that was going to hurt her. I'm sorry. I, this is my opinion. But Harry's dumb. But he's also not ignorant. Yeah. He can be dumb, but not ignorant. There's a difference. Yeah. Well, the BBC reported on it and said uh, the Queen did... The palace said that the Queen did not give them permission to use Lilibet. And Megan gets on the phone. Not her PR team. Not her attorney's. Megan gets on the phone and says, I will sue you if you don't retract that. And the palace said, no, they don't have to. Yeah. They didn't say, the queen said no. They just said, they didn't have to retract that. Yeah. And everybody knows what that means. And she shut her mouth. As she should. Um, so... It She's just super disrespectful. Yeah. She's, like, a bully. Um. And she's been this way since a child. You know, she learned quickly in her life that she can bully people. Yeah. And she can pull, she's been, and she can use the race card and get away with things. Yeah. So, um. There is another thing that... There's two different stories that... Um, Tom, uh, number one, Tom Bauer only mentions um, Archie a couple of times. They, he, he never talks about the pregnancy. He, he never talks about... He a little bit. Oh. He only mentioned her, I think, about twice in the book. In the, the lilibet.com. Yeah. That's that, all he... And then in the ending, he he mentions her a little bit. Oh, okay. But it wasn't very much. But yeah, it not not hardly at all. So, um, um, Megan is she? Is, I don't know how to uh, phrase it. Yeah, it's when she is pregnant. Her um, we noticed. That her belly would go from large to small, from square to on her knees uh, at one or point. Or too high. Yeah. 
one time, I'm not joking, there's a picture that her, uh, this square thing that was supposed to be her stomach, when she bent down, her, it was on her knees when she sat back up, yeah. and the baby was gone. Yeah. So, it's like, we well, know there's that there's no baby. walking into a building, like, what looks to be nine months pregnant, coming out, and looking like she's not, have, she doesn't have a baby in, in her. Yeah. Like, like I don't the know purple how. dress thing uh, that <laughs> go look that up the purple dress thing you know two and a half hours in a building and it makes you just deflate <laughs> I don't know how but um, or being able to do things that most pregnant women just can't physically do yeah I mean I I've been pregnant uh, four times and era, I, there isn't a time that I could bend down, squat down with my knees together at eight months pregnant. Yeah. There's just no way. And it doesn't matter if you were um, heavier set before you were pregnant or skinnier before you were pregnant. No. All pregnant women go through that. You're, and she never had swollen ankles. That is what you, you get swollen ankles when you get pregnant. It's a normal thing that happens and there's nothing wrong with that. And she never had swollen ankles. No. And she was wearing high heels. I'm sorry. Like, At unless you're Sofia Vergara, you cannot be pregnant wearing high heels. No. And even she didn't, you know. Like, she yeah. wore that on, like, when she was pregnant on Modern Family. Yeah. She wore heels as the character. But, like, even she talked about not having, not being able to wear. Yeah. And heels. so, we're probably not going to bring up the baby thing anymore. Because I'm pretty much over that. Like, yeah, it's, it's it's not. It's been worn to death. the The only thing I can say is, the doctor that's supposed to have delivered Lilibet in California is a specialist in surrogacy, and she um, took a week off the week that Lilibet was born, and was supposed to have delivered her, but she was supposed to be on vacation. Yeah. So it's like, how is she giving, helping give birth when she's in a completely different country? Yeah, and... Like, she didn't just go on vacation somewhere in the United States. Like, she literally was in another country. Yeah, and... There's photos. From the time that she announced that she was pregnant with Archie until she gave birth, supposedly, to Archie, it was 11 months and so many weeks, I yeah, think. Yeah, she was supposed to... Have 11 months and two weeks. So she would have been almost six weeks overdue. And that's that's when they start... I that's mean, dangerous. At her age, that they would have been like at like three weeks overdue. Been like, Meg, we need to start talking about inducing. Or or sooner. And she would have I'm been a three lot weeks bigger. pushing it. Well, and, and why wasn't she in the hospital? Yeah. And she was still doing things yeah. out in public at that time. And let's just get it all out of the way. Um, she kind of made me mad because later on we might talk about this. But at seven months pregnant, she tells the queen that she can't come to um, the funeral because yeah. she's seven months pregnant with Lilibet. But she can go and have a photo shoot. Or she can fly to New York. Yeah. For her supposed two-hour, not even two-hour baby shower that cost thousands of dollars. 
this also, since we're on the topic of bringing up the kids, we'll just address this real quick. Yeah. Okay, um, people have noticed that this is all speculation. This has not been confirmed. Don't take this as being confirmed. This is just strictly something that I find hilarious. People notice that Lilibet, or the baby that she uses, that people, she says is Lilibet, looks exactly like Amber Heard's baby. Yeah, and, and Amber's supposed to use the, the same, same... They went to the same doctor surrogacy agency, so um, it it just... There's that information <laughs> right there. I, I think it's not so much a surrogacy I think it's more agency. like they're just renting children. Yeah, rent a baby. Um, but... That actually is a thing. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I don't want to even think well, about that. it's not supposed to be for, like, nefarious purposes. It's like, like, if you need it for, like, a photo shoot or something. Okay, I could handle that. <laughs> but nothing nasty. No, um, I'm not saying anything like that. It's are, just, I thought that was funny that... Yeah. There was that little, other, another connection to... Amber Heard she has. Oh, yeah. Okay, so the the last thing that I have on my paper is uh, and then she's got she's got a whole nother paper. And then I have to unleash to, the beast. Yeah. Um, okay, so she uh, Megan and Harry went to uh, see the Queen before they went to the Invictors games. Alright, so It was that surprise visit. Yes. And now, Tom Bowers gives sort of two different explanations. Um, so, one of them is, and, and it could be that he didn't completely say the same thing at the end of the book that he did at the beginning of the book. Right, or it was from two different accounts. Yeah, but this is, this is one account. Um, okay, so... Megan and Harry started bombarding the Queen um, with I want to come to the the Jubilee. Uh, Jubilee. I want to come to the Jubilee. And she's, you know, she wouldn't take his calls and, and he was calling her and calling her and calling her and so he said, well, can I come and see you on my way to the Invictors games? And he said, she said, okay, but you have to meet with your your father. And so he he's like, okay. At this point, this woman is still trying to be diplomatic and a nice person and yeah. get them to fix their relationship. She's still trying to be a grandma, so um, or a nana, nana, whatever you want to call her in your place. I know we have people from around the world, so. I don't mean to, if you don't understand what a grandmother is, your your father or mother's parent. Um, I, I don't know if you speak. Not everybody calls everybody their grandma. Yes, I don't know if you know what grandma, some people say mamma over here, I don't know. Hell, it's a meemaw. Anyway, so she they agree to it. And so they come in. And on this account, apparently, Megan was sent to a room by herself with two guards on her. And she is sat in this room, not being hurt or anything like that, but she's 
put in this room away from everybody Harry spends 15 minutes with Charles and goes to see his grandmother which basically from what I understand about this 15 minute conversation was not Harry speaking this was Harry sitting and Charles yelling yeah. like, well that's well, not, what it would be for me not yelling but like you know how parents talk to you and it's like they're they're saying things normally but they're yelling at you yeah like it's get that. your act together it, it's that so he spends 15 minutes with Charles I guess to appease grandma he goes in there and he sees grandma he says he really wants to be on that balcony he has to be on that balcony with Megan he needs her to be on that balcony with him and she's like um no. you can come to the jubilee you're you're invited to the jubilee and i'll think about it so he goes they leave they go uh he gets megan and leaves and they go to the invictors games and from what i understand the reason why megan and megan wasn't allowed to be in the meeting with him was because they were worried about her having a netflix camera yeah, because they, she... They, and that's why she was in the isolated room. Yeah, they wanted to have um, her, you know, welcome her there again. But also she wasn't... They didn't want her to try to record them and paint them in a bad light like they have been doing. Yeah. And so they were on guard, which rightfully so. And they were led out and they were accidentally seen by a group of tourists wandering around the parking lot or well coming out of the palace yeah. and it's it been, was just kind of convenient that they were it's you know, been like kind of let out into the world that this was a paid thing like they yeah. paid those people to come I think it was um that's the way he, he insinuates it in the book. Yeah. As if these people were... Yeah, because they were staying with Eugenie at Frogmore Cottage. And um, not Frogmore House, but only Frogmore Cottage. Let's keep that straight. Because, oh, yeah, apparently there's a difference between the mini mansion and the bigger mansion. Well, the bigger mansion's what she wanted. Who needs, like, 73 bathrooms? I'm sorry, how much... How how much are you being? Excuse me, how many times do you see her change? That's true. In one photo shoot, she changes like 75 times. I know, well, because she can't be sweating. And okay. he drops underwear and socks <laughs> everywhere yeah. through the house, supposedly. So, um, in Chapter 4, we're going to skip Chapter 3 because there wasn't, and to my knowledge, anything important. Well, most of it was just about the telling of the Invictors games. And yeah. And we all seen know that. how that went. I'm done with that. Um, okay. So, then he skips to when, okay, they're, they're, you know, it's skipping back in time, but they're dating. Right? Yeah. He jumps around like that, but he's trying to make it relevant. Yeah. Um, so, they were, they're just dating. It's her, or, no, they were married. They, but it was their first, her first, like, trip oh. as a royal. Yeah. And um, they were on this, like, little vacation to Africa. Um, 
they were going to be doing business, but then there was also like a group of Harry's friends. I, I'd like to point out none of Megan's friends except for I think. Uh, oh, let's not forget the hairstylist and the her hairstylist, photo, uh, the photo guy. Uh, they have to be and there. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, they said that oh, Omid, whatever was there. Oh, Omid Scooby, whatever his name is. Let's call him Scooby. Uh, that guy was there, and um, apparently she complained the entire trip. People who were, like, the photos that were coming out, she looked glowy and happy, and it was like, everyone was having fun, and then, but the people actually on the trip said that it was, like, a nightmare to be there. That, like, they, she complained about the heat, she complained about sweating, she complained the entire time. Well, I, I have, um, like, really frizzy hair. Right. And, and the humid, humidity just makes my hair just go, boom. Yeah, and you get, like, really frizzy Hermione hair. I can imagine her hair wouldn't stay straight. Right. And that she's was probably very obsessed with having her straight hair. Like, she cannot have a curl. She cannot show she's black. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't want to be black. She just wants to... Pretend like she is. Live off of people that are black. Right. So, but so her his friends were saying how like they would make they were making some sort of hunting joke or oh something. that was the hunt yeah yeah it was it was like at the same time oh what if i'm not mistaken um anyway there she was like making joke they were making jokes and um she kind of like went off on them oh my about God. how bad it is and the whole trip she just was like really mean to everybody that's so crude i mean how are they supposed to get well apparently she doesn't want him to have friends because she's an abuser and that's what abusers do my opinion Megan, i did get my times mixed up it was two different trips i apologize for that oh okay. i read my notes wrong Oh. <laughs> anyway, but she did do that, and there was there was that little tidbit. Yeah, but, you know, I mean... There was also things about, like, she was criticizing them for the food that they were eating, about it not being vegan, and she well, was... Well, nobody can be perfect. She was... Can, Except for Kate. Um, Kate is, by definition, perfect. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. She's not perfect. Um, no, but she hasn't claimed to be At the time of this trip, though, this is when she was pregnant, she would have been two weeks pregnant on this trip to Africa. Two weeks? Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. She, she, wow. she was... Oh, she just found out. She was a, uh, well, she was a little, her, not, a, she's still in her first trimester, is what I'm trying to say. Some, sometime then. Okay. Um, was this trip. Um, she, she was not wearing long sleeves. She did not wear oh. any she, protective gear to protect herself whilst in Africa. If you're not aware, in Africa, they have mosquitoes. There's mosquitoes everywhere. But there is a virus called the Zika virus. And if you're a woman and you're stung by it and you're pregnant, it will kill your baby. It can kill the baby. There's very, very rare chances of the baby making it. And then Once aren't you sterile or something? And then if you're... It, it, yeah, it can cause you to be sterile whether you're pregnant or not. Wow. It, ca- it can cause men to be sterile. 
it's a very, very serious disease and something that should not be taken lightly. You know, well, when you're there, when you go, if you take a trip to Africa, doesn't matter where in Africa. Hose yourself down with mosquito repellent. She was seen wearing tank tops and short shorts. She was seen wearing dresses. And it did not appear as if she was taking any precautions to keep herself safe. Wow. No one around her. So it, it just, that, that was something, it wasn't really mentioned in the book. That was just something that ticked me off. Okay. That she, he mentioned that she was pregnant at that time. And I, and I remember seeing the photos from it and seeing that she wasn't properly, yeah. you know, I don't know if she was wearing bug spray. She could have been, I don't know. I highly doubt it. Yeah, it might mess with her. And so it just is like. And crap. Uh, they also weren't wearing masks, and this was at the time of COVID. Oh, wow. And it's like you're, you know. Yeah. That's messed up. Well, you know, was that not the trip that she was like kissing her thumb when she was like kissing with that little, little girl's girl? hand? I, I. I believe so. So, so I she wouldn't have that to kiss that her. That time. I mean, I think that that was that. She's time, yeah. worried about kissing this little girl's hand, but she's not worried about getting, getting you know, that that yeah. makes no sense. And and it's it's a big that's a big, that was a big deal for me because it's like yeah. you're you're not just putting yourself at risk, you're putting your baby at risk. Yeah. If you were really pregnant. That that's exactly. that's if we're going off of the thing that she's actually pregnant. Yeah. Um, the other thing, this is kind of just more like about this trip that ticked people off. This whole chapter four was pretty much all about the trip. Okay. Um, uh, the main, another thing that ticks people off was she was, they had enough security for Megan and Harry and, um, a few of the other people that were on the trip. <laughs> she said no. I need more. And perp and she called in. She needed her hairstylist. She needed three secretaries. Why? Um, What's she got to write? She called in a I think there was overall 10 extra staff people. That's that were needed crazy. specifically for Megan and her clothes, I believe. That's that was insane. specifically for that. She changed. There's pictures of her on the strip changing at least in the same day. It's taken the same day because everyone else is wearing the same outfits, and she changed like four times. Oh, this is the time you were screaming. She it cost eight thousand dollars. Yeah, she was wearing a pair of pants that were eight thousand dollars in the African desert. That's to meet stupid. Children in a village of poverty. That's stupid. I mean, she could have so, sold those, not bought those pants, and bought them meals for a year. No, I wouldn't trust her to buy me food if it if I was dying of starvation. Well, I mean, like rice and beans, things that they I could mean, cook. She'd find a way to give it to them, and it'd be rotten. Yeah, that's true. She's her favorite thing to do is give out rotten food to poor people. Like, I'm, we're only allowed to eat her scraps. She did that twice. No lie. It talks about it in the, later on in the we'll, book. We'll get there. So then we move on to chapter five, and, um... Oh, my God, that makes me so infuriated. She's just... $8,000. I 
and and you know she's got at least that much in jewelry on and all the BS hairstylists. Yeah. I mean, why do you need a hairstylist? Put your hair back. Put it in a bun. You know, I mean, come on. You can do that for yourself. You can't put your own makeup on. You need your friend to do it. Ugh. Okay, so in Chapter 5, they kind of, again, like, he skips around a lot, so it kind of seems really disorganized. But, um, okay, so, she was put as the ambassador, they got her to be the ambassador of, um, one of the trusts in in England uh, that they have, one of the royal trusts, and uh, that was in June of 2015 that, that she became the ambassador for it. And she was trying to get famous people, or famous women specifically, to, you know, either donate money or, like, spread the word about the the foundation. Yeah. Um, and this is when her obsession with Emma Watson, like, becomes just, like, absolutely crazy. Emma. She needs to hide from Megan. Emma Watson, she says that Emma Watson wanted, basically begged her to do an interview. Emma Watson what? came out and said that she she said no she doesn't she's like because Emma was in London she was in London and she thought well you know hey let's meet up she contacted her a bunch to get a meeting with her and Emma said no she didn't know who she was well yeah she didn't know why she wanted that's to, scary to, you know you know crazy fan um Emma's actually famous. Okay. Um. And she is just. What is this obsession that she's got over, like Emma Watson? It's. Well, it's, see, she had tried to meet her before. Um. When. <laughs> she was. She talked about it. When she was in Canada before she met Harry. She was trying. She tried to meet Emma before, and she also said no, yeah. because she didn't know who she was. <laughs> and um, she okay. In chapter five, he kind of talks about how she was before she met Harry, and like her dealings in Canada. Oh, so her first major brand deal was not a major brand deal. Like to her, it was major. Yeah. To the company, it was like they were a startup company. They had, they were just oh. small. They didn't. I I can't really remember the name. I forgot to write it down. Um, Rothmans or Rothman? Rothman. It's something like that. It's a Canadian brand and they have cute clothes. Um, But they wanted her to do, be the ambassador. And at first she said no. Like she would not do it at all. Well, because like. Because it wasn't a name brand. And wasn't it for like older, uh, like she said it was for older women or something like that? Yeah, it was for people her age. Yeah. I mean, I guess she thinks she's 12. I don't know. I know. Well, so when they finally got her to, oh my God, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm over here chugging water. They finally got her to be the ambassador and she, they wanted her to do this campaign, this commercial. And essentially she walked on set and changed the entire script. She said, I'm not wearing that outfit. 
and changed like the outfit that they were gonna get her to wear. Like she That's so cringy. And then she was doing interviews. Um the by the way, the script was kind of making fun of the brand too. And then she was doing interviews making fun of the brand. Oh my that's god. That's paying her money. Wow. Oh, because that's when she was calling it old lady yeah, because clothes she didn't, and stuff like she that. She didn't think that it was anything special because it wasn't like Dior or Chanel. And well, it's like, you're not going to get a Dior or Chanel brand right not off an the a- gate. Well, she's not an A-list actor. I don't well, think... Well, she'd have to work a little bit more, like, get in with the brands. Well, Dior doesn't want her right now. Yeah, they're, they're revoking it. Um, so... They sent her on this little, like, to, to do this this commercial yeah. thing. They sent her to, I believe they sent her to Italy, I think it was, where they were filming it. Somewhere out of It was out, out of, of the country. country, out of Canada. And there was going to be some other people that were, models that were, you know, but Megan was the main oh, focus okay. of the commercial. She was the, the person. Um... And essentially, she asked them, she said, I need you to give me security, and I need you to hide my identity. I don't want people to know who I... Because she thought that people were going to try to hurt her. What is this obsession? I don't know. She thinks that everyone's going to try to kill her. She's got Harry believing that. To be honest, it's, it's... She gives off paranoid schizophrenic vibes but she we're does. not gonna i don't want to you know i'm not diagnosing her no know, not a doctor can't diagnose but, but oh my um, god and they basically said babe you're not popular enough oh, to have geez. your identity hidden because like she was like we need i want police escorts i you know is essentially what she was saying like she wanted this big extravagant thing and it and they were like but you're just you're not popular enough. You're just a B-list actor. And then... Come on. One of the things... Okay, this was also not that important, but I po- I pointed it out because I think it's funny and also <laughs> shows you how petty this woman is. From this photo shoot slash video shoot, because um, there was multiple photo shoots done for, like, magazines, and then there was the video shoot, the commercial. Yeah. She stole the shoes. <gasps> There was That's a pair of, right. like, I think they were supposed to be, like, $1,000 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And she stole the boots. Oh, <laughs> my God. So, you know, it just shows you that she's not really, um... We need the shoes back, Meg. I don't have them. Must have been the other girl. I just sat them down. I don't know how they ended up in my purse. Um... <laughs> I can just see her saying that. So it was someone else. Basically, also chapter six, there there wasn't really much to that one either. Okay. Um, again, this is another chapter where he mentions her talking about um, uh, skipping back to when they're dating Harry and her, where she was trying to teach him to make grilled chicken and oh my like God. mentions again that she claims to be a diehard vegan but eats chicken it's grass fed yes <laughs> um <laughs> that makes a difference okay. chapter seven is one of the chapters that ticks me off the most uh, 
Hey, if we tell the vegan teacher that oh my she, gosh. Can eat, she can eat beef, but as long as it's grass-fed, it's okay. She eats McDonald's, so it's fine. Oh, that's true. Um, so, in Chapter 7, he, Tom Bauer basically calls Megan out for lying about being a part of the race riots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, if you don't know... Well, Tom Markles calls her out. Um, if you don't know what the L.A. riots are, you're, like, five years old and you need to go and research that. Um, it's something... It was a really bad time in American history. Yeah, for um, for blacks, whites, browns. It, it was it was just everyone. a bad time on both sides. It was horrible, and it shouldn't have happened. But, but it did, and there's no there's no going back on it. It's something that we have to accept in our history that happened, and we need to learn from it. Yes, we need to learn a lot from it. And so Megan tried to say that she remembers seeing smoke from ashes and she saw at, at 11 years old and she saw um you know the the bad tyranny that was happening in the thing she watched it on tv she was in florida she was sent away by her father tom sent her away tom being her father not tom bauer um uh no tom markles thomas markles sent Megan out of LA due to the riots getting it getting a little dangerous and he didn't want his daughter to be in in any kind of bad situation even though they didn't really live near LA yeah um, they lived outside of LA well he I mean he was there every day because he he worked he worked in, there you know but he sent her away and she was not even in the state and she was or or she was in at first, she got sent to um, another city outside of L.A. Or, you know, away from L.A. And then she got sent. Yeah, she had to go live with her non-existent sister, uh, Samantha. Or, yeah. So, um, she watched it on TV. It, it was confirmed she watched it on TV. She was yeah. not a part of it. I she don't probably like... didn't even watch it on TV, honestly. She uh, probably saw... Well, I think everybody was talking about it. Well, yeah. But I'm just saying, an 11-year-old... They're not going to really be interested because at that time she really didn't see herself as black. Right. She saw herself as white with dark skin. Right. You know. Um, Roy McCroy is the golfer's name. The one that we were talking about. <laughs> that dated. I did write it down. I just didn't write it down in that chapter. <laughs> Roy McCroy. So, um, he's a famous golfer, I guess. I don't follow golf, so I have no idea who he is. But he's probably someone cool. Um, well, he was kind of handsome from the picture that I saw, kind of. They dated secretly, in air quotes, but not secretly because they were filmed constantly. You know, because he had some sort of, you know, you know, he was Status. kind of famous. Yeah. They did have some people looking at them, and I guess, like, they're, they're you know, talks about um, her He has of, a video... Well, there's a video now about... about that. He has a video. Um, we're not going to talk about that video because I have mixed feelings on that video. Yeah. Um, but he, she kind of, like, would leak things to the public. And, people, you know, they, they said it was secret. They were trying to be secret about it, but it was really not secret. Like, yeah. It was to a be, known thing. To be honest, she probably is the one that came out with the video. He 
uh, part of Canada and moved or no, he moved, he didn't live in Canada and he moved to Canada specifically, like, away from where he trains to live next to Megan so that they could be closer. That's just weird. Um, so that they could, like, be closer and stuff like that together. Um, and at this time, I don't know how she does this. This is when she was married to her husband. Which one? Her first one. The one she got annulled from? or The, the one, one she that... has a baby with. Oh, the annulment guy. Okay. Um, so when she, they were hanging out in Dublin when she was there with her husband. Oh my god. Like, like they, they, they met up. And she wow. was on a vacation with her husband. I would have gotten it annulled, too. Yeah. I would have definitely gotten it annulled. Um, and the baby is so much better off without her. And there's also some... some he Tom Bauer mentions in the book that there may have been some type of situation between this guy, Roy, and Megan during her Jamaica wedding. Oh, to the the uh, director, yes. producer guy. Um. Okay. And and he is coming into play later on, uh, probably the next time. And I think. Uh, oh, and I was uh, I wanted to mention the fact that. Her baby from her first marriage. That is not confirmed with Tom Bauer. That is just speculation. The baby looks exactly like Megan when she's a baby. Legit, and I think that's the only child that actually is hers. And and he um, he went home and his parents said, "No way, you're not getting married to this girl. You're not staying married to this girl." So they had the whole marriage annulled. And, um, he pretty much, you know, is, they've erased him, basically, from memory on the computer. Yeah. Um, and that's what she's doing. That she, anything she doesn't like or that, that doesn't go to her narrative, she just has it deleted. You know, I don't know, well, later on you'll find out who she's... So with but um, anyway we'll get back to the story sorry i uh, and like i said we don't know for sure if that's her baby i think it is but the In baby doesn't opinion. have a mama and it looks just like megan and the baby's age fits around the time yeah so okay megan made a speech <laughs> this infuriates me this is in chapter eight she makes a speech Supporting a man who is known to commit uh, gem genocide. I almost said genocide. Genocide. Um, and quote unquote, this is one of the quotes I did write down. Uh, she said, "We need more men like him." He's an this is African the same man, dictator. Same man, I believe, who gave her the blood diamonds. Um, same man who is 
you know, speculated. It has to be speculation, but everybody knows that it was actually him, quote unquote. I'm uh, killed that one guy in the embassy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's the same person or not. I think I think it is. I'm not sure because that guy isn't he Arabic though, not African. I don't know. Anyway, it, she's she's been known to support both. Yeah. Um. And then she tries to say, um, okay, she she was trying to say that her family is from Malta. Oh yeah, she she conned these people into. Um, say she worked for the uh, Vogue magazine and she says I'm gonna give you I want to take a trip and I'll we'll do an expose on my family and it'll be like walking down uh, memory lane and I, I want to see where my grandparents came from and all this stuff because my family's from Malta and um, this would bring on still like this that being from there would you know probably bring up the fact that she is a duchess yeah or you know work that narrative that she is a part of that uh her family is is not from malta it, it she and on this trip um she didn't do a dang thing she literally used this she used the magazine's money to go have a vacation with her besties yeah and came had... back and did this fluff piece yeah. And it was barely, it wasn't even about what she wa what she said it was going to be about. Yeah, it wasn't anything about her family. It was about, uh, and it was supposed to be about the food and the wine of the country of Ireland. And, and it wasn't. It was nothing to do with that. Um, her bestie, you know, we need to talk about her, but we'll talk about her tomorrow. Um... Then, let's see. My notes are jumbled. <gasps> well, and, and our pen was going out. So, I you know, when you take somebody, I, I don't know why the magazine said, no, I'm not paying for this. Why you have to have your uh, own photographer and your own makeup artist. And Megan says... I, that's the one thing I do have say over my own uh, makeup and my own hair and my own style. But it's pretty much been known that she does use stylists. Well, she needs a new one. That woman, uh, her pants are constantly dragging. Can she not get a tailor to tailor those uh, pants? I mean, they're like two miles long. Yeah. And come really? on. Um, I'm surprised she doesn't trip over them. I'm sorry, but I would laugh. I'm sorry. I'm a bad person. <laughs> um, okay. So, season... Skipping to when she was on Suits again. Yeah. Season 7 is the last season, I believe, yeah. of Suits. Um, for her, anyway. For her. And she, she wanted $100,000... To, for you know, that's what she, her, she wanted her contract to say that she would get a hundred thousand uh, dollars an episode to be on the show. The show did not make that much money, to, 
you know, the main guy didn't even make, I don't think he made $100,000. Patrick McAdams or whatever his I name is. I honestly don't know. I think that's his name. I, I watched an interview with him and her on Larry King, and I think that's his name. So, um, and then in, in Chapter 10, he, she, he, Tom talks about how Megan really, really tried to make herself seem like she was this really poor child. Oh, yeah. And how she had to have a job when she was 13 years old and at an ice cream shop. It was, it was to support her, her family. And it's like, honey, in California, and in, in everywhere in the United States, but in California, where Especially. you live, uh, it is illegal for you to have a job at 13 years old. Yeah. The legal age to, to be able to have a job is like 15 or 16. Fifteen. Um, well, you can have a job at uh, I. Uh, um, in some states, you can get a worker's permit um, with parents' permission at like fourteen, fifteen. But it has to. You can only work for like an hour. Well, I know in California, it, it, I looked it up when he said that it is fifteen years old. Yeah. And so she couldn't have gotten a job at thirteen years old. It's impossible. And something about the ice cream shop. I don't think that it was actually there. Yeah, it's a newer shop. Or it was a different thing at that time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so she is blowing out smoke everywhere, guys. Yeah, it... That's just some of that's just what happened in the first part of the that's book. That's just the first ten chapters and, and we're not even highlight. finished. That's the highlight. That's not even everything that they talked about. No. You need to go read the book. It's it's really interesting how he cover well, I don't actually like the way he jumps from place to place to place but I understand why he did it, you know, trying to cover And also things. some of the chapters were a bit boring because he brought up old things. Yeah. But it was just to to put that back in your head like, "Hey, she did this." Yeah. Um and you know, the lying and the cheating Yeah. It's it's, it's becoming a pattern. It's it's becoming a problem for everyone um you know she's it gets crazy um later on in the book um i'm pretty there's another book coming out with uh more lies and more scandals yes uh from someone else uh, i cannot remember his name i don't think i saw his name but i saw the book online and it will be out in September next month. It's coming out right before Harry's. Yeah. And I love that it, that he scheduled it before Harry's book comes out. Well, so ju- I think it's good that Tom's book came out now because Harry's was scheduled to come out in June. But see, now there's not enough time to change what Harry puts in his book. Well, so whatever is in that book, if it contradicts what Tom says and what this other guy is going to say in his book... Yeah. And these are fact-checked books. Yeah. And it's going to show that they're liars. So yeah. I don't think I, I'm. In my opinion, I'm not sure if Harry's book will ever come out. No, and, I well, think they're going to try to backpedal. Even if it does come out, I, I think that it's right now. Writers are going crazy trying to fix and and manipulate what Tom said. Yeah. 
so that they don't have to take him to court. They can just change enough of what he said and to make it narrative. look like he's a liar. Yeah. Or the people that he got were, were liars. Exactly. Uh, you know, I mean, you can buy a lot of things, but you can't buy everything. You and can't buy the truth. She's There's trying really, between, really hard. You know, you know, she's she's really messing up what the definition of truth is. And sometimes I, when I was going through that book, I felt really bad for Harry because. I can see how she's manipulated him. And I see... You hear these stories about women who go through 20 years of abuse and they're still with their husband. Yeah. And, but even though they're beating them and lying to them and, and they've isolated them from their entire families, I see this in Harry, a lot of it. But, you know, how do you, you know... How do you not know how to get out of a situation when you have family saying, just leave her. At the same time. We'll help you. There, there, it gets on to it later in the book, but essentially, and Charles said, before they got married, you shouldn't marry this woman. Yeah. Well, he went to his family thinking that Diana's family's going to say, oh, she's just like Diana. And, and they were like, she's nothing like her. She's nothing like her. We don't like her. You should not marry her. And the Spencers were were very vocal about that. Yeah, and are very vocal. They, they said that um, recently I saw a thing that said that they uh, are not going to allow Harry or Meghan to use the Spencer name. I think that when they, that they're going to um, put a, open a defamation lawsuit on him. Well, well, I know that Parliament is looking into uh, taking their titles completely away. Yes, that's going to happen soon. Okay, from what I understand, um, let, I'll just go ahead and get this out in the open so you can think about this as we're reading this or going through this book with you. Okay, when the Queen became Queen, Charles became a Prince... And William became a prince. Yes. Harry is not a prince. Harry is a duke. And he, he, yes, he is a prince in the sense that he's the queen's grandson. But he's not a prince in title. Yeah. He, only, only Charles and his heir can be prince. Now, when Charles becomes prince, a king, William will become prince of Wales and George will become prince. He it can only be those six lines of succession unless something happened to William or or George or George like say he didn't have George and, and she didn't fix it to where Charlotte could become queen. Yeah. Then Harry would step up. No, then it would be Louis. I'm taking the other kids. Oh, the out other of kids, the, yeah. I, you I'm saying that if if William and Kate yeah. didn't have children and something happened to William, then it would become Harry. Yeah. But you can only have the two heirs to be the the prince he or the princess. He could get the honorary prince title. They could give him that title, but he won't be able well, to become... Well, that's kind of what she did. She gave him an honorary title, and that's what she took away from him. Yeah. 
but he is not a prince and Megan is certainly not a princess no. but when William becomes Prince of Wales Kate is automatically Princess of Wales yeah and that is the title right before you become king or queen and George is the only one that can be called Prince but she has given the two other children yes prince and princess titles so they can be called officially prince and princess but they're not um they're not in direct line yeah they are but they aren't um if that makes sense they um harry his children would have will never ever ever yeah be royals if he had children if they're out there they, they won't will not be, be able to rule. Um, I mean, she did say one time that, you know, all it takes is one car crash away and from wiping the family out, and my kids, uh, you're up, Harry. Yeah. And that, that, that made me sick to my stomach. Yeah. And that's kind of gross and disgusting. To joke about knowing that his mom died in a car accident yeah. and he was not offended by that. Like, I'd get so mad at her for that. I I probably wouldn't speak to her again. I mean, that would I'd be hurt like, me. Right there, that moment, that's when I leave you. Yeah, that's that's it. That's where I draw the line. That's my family. But he is also a sellout and a fame whore. And yeah, and one sense, I feel bad for him because she's manipulating his his um, sense of needing to know what to do and yeah. you know who he is. Because like that must feel bad to be called the spare i don't like it when people call him the spare because yeah. it's like he's a person yeah. you know he's not uh an object yeah he is an actual person with feelings and you know treat him like one yeah but then at the same time he is allowing this woman to break his grandmother's heart yeah well he manipulates like begging her to go onto the balcony begging her just so that he can get up there and get that few minutes of fame. Yeah, he's a fame horse just as, a as child, much as she was. is. You know. You know. Oh, I I, I got thrown into juve. I'm, I'm you know I got arrested. Daddy, come save me. Oh, oh I don't want to go to Africa and on on this thing. I want to go on this vacation. Uh, Grandma, let me out. I'm gonna get drunk and go have I wanna fun. I want to go and. Uh, party i i want to go party instead of actually going to school i'm gonna get kicked out of five different schools in a year yeah you know, it's you know he was always a pro the problem child yeah when you know he and it's not that you know william is perfect or anything no like because that. william is also he was a crappy was, person he was a party child too okay in his first like five years of dating Kate he cheated on her like seven times and it was like a lot a lot and he drank and he partied and he you know he had all kinds of fun but now he has he has come to realize when he got married his obligations he stepped up and said I have to be the king my party days are over I need to be a man yeah, this is my wife. She, I respect her and I love her. And how could you not respect and love that woman? When he looks at her with those puppy dog eyes, like he's it just going to melt. melt. It's just so cute. It's so much different. And it's not that we're trying to compare 
with no. the, the couples because we love Kate. It's comparing the difference between a loving and respecting relationship and a toxic and manipulative relationship. Yeah, it's like okay, she's sitting there at uh in the UN building, in the UN building. And she's grabbing and clutching at his arm like she has to have a hold of him or right, he's going like, to disappear. Like, I wanted him to sit there and, like, do the little hand signal. Like, I'm not safe. Someone save me. Yeah, and it's like, uh, he looked like a rag bag. His yeah. suit was not He looked fitting. like he hadn't slept in days. His, like, yeah, the bags and, and his honest, hair. Okay, it came out later on in, in the book that... Yeah. Um, Harry is a fan of the marijuana. Yeah. He is a fan of cannabis. Well, so are they. So is she, I mean. And so is Megan. But now that I'm looking at that picture, I think he might have been high. He could have been. But he was very upset. And she just kept on, maybe she was high and and paranoid that somebody was going to know. Well, not necessarily her, but because she looked like she was fine. Well, now you can use some eye drops and, That's and true. But he, like clear he, your eyes, spray some of how perfume. Ti- tired he looked, like the bags under his eyes. Oh, yeah. it, it looked like he had been partying. Maybe they did. Maybe they partied too hard, and and she got more sleep than he did. Yeah, well, but he could have brushed his hair. That's he could have like on a actually. Suit. He could have actually put some effort into the speech, even though it wasn't about Nelson Mandela. He could have at least put some effort into it. Like they said that he was going for the. He's been practicing for uh, his speech to give um, like her acceptance speech and stuff like that because she's going to be president, and um, so he's been taking um, uh, lessons from Obama's speech person. Yeah. Well, how they need to, to fire her because she wrote some fire speeches for him but not for Harry. Well no just on how to give the speech oh. and so you know how he was like stopping and oh. how Obama would like take those, emphasize those awkwardly long pauses that everyone hates but kind of loves. Well he, Harry was supposed to be that's why he was doing it supposedly oh. but I think you're more like you're more spot on that he that had been partying. Don't take that as serious I yeah. but you know, now that I know that he also like there's and there's nothing wrong with with liking to smoke pot because no, it's legal in California. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, I mean, um, as you know, he's in his home, but or he's in Oprah's home. No, um, he's in his home. Okay, um, but yeah, there there there's just a lot. Now, um, I think we should cut it off because we we've gone to our 10 chapters we said we were only going to do 10 at a time so there's so much more that i want to rant about yes but we will be getting to more uh details and more um uh juicy gossip because there's so much more in the book that i need to scream out uh, scream about yeah and we have some other things that have been coming out and that we found out about like visiting Oprah it's not in the country and things like that if um, I was Oprah I would be like um security 
Uh, well, even though they weren't on the street, so it was actually fine. Yeah, so they weren't even near her house, so it's okay. Anyway, we'll explain next time, and we'll we want to tell you that sometime in the near future, we will be doing this video form, so you'll be able to see our lovely faces. Yay! Yeah! So, we will see you soon with another uh, interesting bit about... Hopefully more organized. Uh, about Meghan Markle's and her uh, chief and monkey her, Harry. Her captive Harry? Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. That was a joke. Well, he's... I don't know. Anyway. See Bye -bye. ya. Bye-bye.